Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be right here with me than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the Inner Circle, the one who makes sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I'm so grateful and so thankful that you care to listen to share this time with me because you could be doing so many other things with so many other ones and so thank you for that the meeting of the inner circle is always intended to provide us with an opportunity to get real about where we are in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence who we are as these points of the presence of the absolute and supreme intelligence and to remember why we are to walk in the integrity of our own authenticity as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, which constitutes the whole of existence itself. And our coming to a point and place where we get beyond all of the demarcations of separation and divisiveness and whatnot to really rejoice and have an understanding and an understanding and a resolute standing with that which allows each of us to stand absolutely to celebrate each and every breath and every beat of our heart and to know that for all of the currency all of the money that was ever printed and minted all of it together has no greater could not begin to have the value that one beat of our heart or one breath that we take has for us And so we're being asked now to realign ourselves with the purpose in being and to come to a point and place where we are purposed in being, in self-actualizing, self-realizing, coming to a point and place where we care to master ourselves, to do nothing to undermine ourselves, to put ourselves in a place, in a space where we are vehicles and vessels of absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth, to come to that point and place where no other one's agendas have power and sway in our lives. And so it's necessary for us to really not just be critically thinking, but to really come to a point and place where we understand that the government here and most governments have not been attuning themselves to the purposes of existence itself. They have not really mastered themselves to the degree to which they care to be controlling masses of people. And what we're seeing in terms of mass manipulation under this COVID, covert, covidio co-idiocy frequency that has us in greater degrees of separation and violation of ourselves and ourselves in breathing in the carbon dioxide that we should be exhaling and giving to life itself and all of the plants so that we are able to get the fresh oxygenation because we are all breatharian first and to have us in a place and space where we have bought into the lies that these people consistently are perpetuating. So it's setting us up to be in a place where we are just submitting and surrendering to those who we should not be surrendering and submitting to. So if there's a surrendering that we are going to do, we should be surrendering to the laws that govern govern our being directly. 
And for as many ones who get up in the morning and have meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, flour, sugar, and all of that for breakfast, then those are the ones who are probably the most gullible for masking because we have been under this frequency of divisiveness within ourselves so that we are not able to exalt a full effort in our living because it's so much fun to do that which undermines ourselves in terms of eating the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and all manners of things that do not have any life-enhancing properties in our bodies but are the things that we have been commercially sublimated and psychologically and behaviorally modified to reach for every day, day in and day out. And so if we really, if people really had the concern about their health to the degree to which they want to protect themselves from the possible contraction and contagion of a thing called the coronavirus then it would make sense that they would care enough about their lives so that they would not be smoking tobacco and cigarettes so they would not be drinking alcoholic beverages that destroy brain cells and destroy the integrity of their liver. You understand? It just seems that those ones who really care about their lives would not be feeding off the flesh of dead animals, which is really the primary source of contagion. And... To be under the auspices of those who would have us think that our being in proximity and close proximity with with each other is the spread of a contagion that we've not seen or not felt a way about and then have continued to be in the daily practices of consistently consuming the carcasses of dead animals which are filled with pathogens, bacteria and viruses and whatnot, so that, yes, you know, I guess we could be afraid of each other for those who have the rot of pigs and cows and turkeys and chickens and stuff in their systems. But the reality of it is, is that there's no contagion in the air. And they say, oh, well, the virus is on the things. It's on the things. But even if you have on gloves and you catch the, you have the virus, then it would be on the gloves. There's nothing to say that the gloves protect you from the virus or from the spread of the virus, that the virus is something that you can actually contract on surfaces. That is what, just in the air? And so I'm just saying is that we have to be very mindful that Bill Gates and Melinda Gates and and the pharmaceutical companies and the meat industry and the dairy industry and the tobacco industry and the alcohol industry and the sugar industries and whatnot, this is multi-trillion dollar business in sickness, illness, disease, and death. And to not value the lives of people to the degree to which you can undermine them consistently over time, to not value the order of life and the purpose in being living intelligences to the degree to which you will produce and manufacture and distribute and advertise that which undermines the cellular functioning of children. We're just in a place and space where we have to realize that there's no way to survive a global initiative of depopulation and genocide whether you are the initiators 
the planners, the plotters of it, or whether you have been educated, licensed, certified, and degree to be the managers of it, to be in a place where you are gaining your daily livelihood from putting Band-Aids on cancers that you are complicit in creating. And so we're being called to really come to the degrees of care that are required in order for us to be sustained in existence because being on a cataclysmic ride with demise, being in a place and space where you are complicit, complacent, and co-conspirating with your own cellular oppression, being in a place and space where the perpetuation of sickness, illness, disease, and death is multi-trillion dollar business and livelihood as popular and common activity, collective learning and education and the path of prosperity is something that you are consciously and unconsciously participating with in terms of what you yourself are feeding and what you're feeding your children and who you're working for, then understand none of it is sustainable. And so we have to get real clear about what we're living for and to know that life is our rejoicing and we should be in the groove of living and loving and lifting and enhancing and enriching and celebrating and rejoicing and facilitating the greater good, creating heaven on earth, being mindful enough, caring enough, loving enough to consciously cultivate and facilitate the true maturation of children, not to just have sex and create children that you are too busy in the acquisition and the conquest and getting things to really care for the children. So we're in a place and space where we have to realize that the intelligence of existence is intelligent enough not to let everybody just run roughshod over the earth and the creatures of the earth and there not be any consequences. And we're seeing the consequences as, as global warming, even though there are those who are still denying that global warming is a reality. All of the filth and the pollution that exists outside of us in the waters and in the air and in the land and whatnot is a reflection of the inner filth that is actually in the bodies and the tissues and the bloodstreams of the people themselves. And to know that we should be about the business of clearing and cleansing ourselves so that our environment can reflect it because we are parts of Mother Earth and the frequency and the energy that we walk with impacts and affects it. And so where we are steeped in the rot and the decay and the decomposition and the acidity and the toxicity and the gases and all of that and, and which creates the negativity and the depression and the anger and the frustration and the madness and the cessation and all of that, then we are emanating that, you're radiating that, and you will attract more of that, which increases all of those negative emotions that literally create toxic chemicals being produced by the brain, which is further facilitating your organ failure and cancer and heart disease and all of this in addition to the chemicals that are in that stuff that they call food. And so no matter what is going on, 
Because we are the spirits that are in these bodies. We did not come up out the earth. We've come to the earth through the wombs of our mothers, sparked by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers, so that the spirit of the living God and the intelligences of existence can literally invoke and call forth the light in every situation and circumstance that nothing truly has to work against us. Our wisdom now lies in our ability and our care to do nothing to undermine ourselves and to do everything we possibly can to create liberation at the cellular level so our brain cells, our liver cells, our cells of all of our tissues and organs and whatnot are being cleared and cleansed from all of the toxicity and the acidity and the chemical poisoning that constitutes the behavior modification that puts us in a place where we have not been responding correctly and directly to being warred against. And so now we can. And as there are so many initiatives to really keep track of everybody, you know, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but these people don't have the right to be injecting you with toxins, more toxins, but because you're already toxic and you have been ingesting all manners and toxins, the more you do that, then, you know, you will be the ones to trust these people because now... You feel as though, okay, well, I've got to do this to save my life. But to save your life, you really need to stop feeding off of meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, flour, alcohol, tobacco, and sugar. Refined white sugars. If you really care about your life. If you really care about reversing the heart disease and getting off the pharmaceuticals and whatnot. So the tools of oppression are those things that I've just named and then the weapons of mass destruction, the tobacco, the alcohol, the sugar that have killed more people than all of the wars these people have engaged in. So are they really concerned about it? Not really. If they were really concerned, then death would not be multi-trillion dollar business. And so we have to come to a point in place as a humanity of people regardless of our ethnicity, our religious training, our sexual preferences, our gender assignments or whatever, to come to a point in place where we will exalt a full effort in our living, our loving, our forgiving, our releasing all of that which no longer serves our greater good, if it ever did. And to be all right with being all right, to be all right with being rightly aligned with the laws that govern us, to be in a place and space where we're self-governing. We don't have to be under the auspices of other ones who do not have enough light, love, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, and power to really uh, facilitate the liberation of us when they are so committed to the money that has been generated as a result of the behavior modification and the manipulations and whatnot that capitalism has provided under the lie of democracy there's no way to have a democracy when the people themselves are a detriment to themselves and to their children And so in our now moment, it requires us to really exalt a full effort in our living, to come to a point and place where we realize that as we are being influenced one way or the other in watching the ones that we love pass away through suicide or homicide or cancer or heart disease or diabetes or strokes or aneurysms or the myriad of things that people are passing away with that we don't have to go that way 
And to come to a point where we realize that there isn't anyone who has been issued upon the planet for the purpose of undermining life itself. And all of the constipation and congestion that's on the highways and the byways is a reflection of all of that that is in the actual veins and arteries, a hundred thousand miles of veins and arteries and whatnot, blood vessels and capillaries that are in the body. We are so divinely designed and designed divinely that we should respect the reality that there are particular things that we should be consuming to facilitate optimum cellular functioning and that that is what consumption and food should be about. Not numbing us and dumbing us down, anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating us to the degree to which we are not able to exalt a full effort in our living. But to come to a point and place where we're well oxygenated and hydrated and mineralized and alkalized to facilitate consistent cellular regeneration and rejuvenation so that we are able to really rejoice in the infinity of possibilities and the creativity and the ingenuity and the genius that we each have been gifted as a result of being these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And so this is not a time for us to be in fear. And it's not a time for us to be in a blind faith without taking any responsibilities for what we should be doing in our own best interest. But to think that mass vaccinations is the answer to this COVID crisis, which is a tool of social manipulation, is to be in a place where you are not taking responsibility for exalting the full effort in your own living. And yes, there are those whose upper respiratory systems and lungs have been so badly compromised, but that compromise started from the time that we were youth, eating the breakfast cereals and the cow's milks and the ice creams and the cheeses and the pizza dough and the flour products, the the cakes, the cookies, the chips, and all of that, creating all of this mucus that is like paste and glue and goop within the body tissue, blocking the absorption of any nutrients but laying the foundation for the proliferation of bacteria, viruses, and whatnot. So there's so many other pathogens, worms, organisms, and whatnot that are actually in the body, but they're going to isolate this one and do nothing about all of that that's creating the cancer, the heart disease, the diabetes, the aneurysms, the strokes, the pneumonia, the flu, all of that. We have to come to a point in place where we have an understanding and an understanding that to be is divinity. Existence is divine. It is ordered. It is lawful. And in order for us to experience the greatest of ourselves and to really experience the blessedness of being, then we have to be in a place where we care to be in harmony with the laws that govern our being. It is no hardship. The hardship has come as a result of the lawlessness to the degree to which so many people think that life is and they're 
it's just suffering and pain and this and that. And the suffering and pain is only there because of the disobedience, the disregard, the ignorance of there being order and law. And we haven't been taught it. We haven't been socialized and cultivated and cultured to respect it. And in order for us to have leverage in our now moment, we have to come to a point and place where we care. We care to be in the integrity of the truth of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme presence as men, the progenitor of lineages, as wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, and to understand the divinity of it, to respect it, to honor it, so that we are walking an exalted walk that our children and grandchildren and nieces and nephews and other ones will respect it. So that they have a greater vision of what life truly is. To have our youth in a place where they don't care whether they live or die and they take unnecessary risk with their lives. is not about the youth, it's about the parents, it's about the grandparents, it's about those who are not truly parenting. Those who are not properly oriented in understanding what life is about and in the perpetuation of a full life's urge. See, the whole point in being under a global initiative of depopulation and genocide is about the divisiveness. And we've heard all of our lives, a house divided against itself shall not stand. So each individuation of God in each of these body temples that we each dwell in, when you divide it against yourself, there's no way to have whole happy marriages. Yes, you can be in love and loving each other to death. But to really be in a place where we have the opportunity to be in harmony to the degree to which our male and female selves are are so perfectly aligned so that we are under the auspices of our soul and there is no dissension and there is no discontent and dissatisfaction that we are loving each other to life and that we are respecting the light that is each other and the light of who we each are together. And to understand that as vehicles and vessels of light, you can't be real heavy and be in light at the same time. You can't be heavily burdened with memories of yesterday's transgressions and trespasses and all of that and then be in your light at the same time. See, we have to be able to release and let go of things, to let things roll off us like water off a duck's back, to be in a place where we allow ourselves the opportunity to truly understand how to step into the virtues of character that are consistent with who we are as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And to understand that in our now moment, the exaltation of the divine feminine is a necessity for our liberation as a people. We cannot be under male domination and patriarchy and under the auspices of those who think that because they're rich and whatnot that they have the right to determine who lives and who dies. That God has appointed them, the intelligence of existence has appointed them directly to ensure the progression of the earth by ensuring the death of these ones and the inability of these ones to 
bring children forward and to limit how many children we have and to poison our food supply so that we are not properly nourished and to manipulate things so that they are able to experiment with us. I'm just saying is that we are living in a freaking twilight zone as long as we are under the auspices of those who really don't care to be in harmony with the will of existence and the exaltation of love and the fulfillment of law as love and light to be in the wisdom and truth of knowing that as men, the progenitor of lineages, and as women, the perpetuator of lineages, nobody has been authorized by the intelligence of existence to be a detriment to the world and to the populace, or to have the populace a detriment to themselves and their own children because of the indoctrinations and the miseducation and the socialization and the urges to acquire this and to have that and to conquer here and to pillage there and to rape over here and to bastardize over there. And I'm just saying, we're in a place in space where the world has the right to be destroyed. And our issue is, do we care to be saving grace? Do we care to be our own savers? Do we care to be in a place in space where it truly matters? that we are serving life, exalting life, that we are honoring the lineages that we've come through and the sacrifices that were made so that we have a greater access to the wealth of ourselves. And to come to a point and place where you are not a detriment to yourself. And to accept the healing. And for those who've been on medications for the last 10, 12, 15, 20 years, undermining the integrity of your organs and your kidneys and refusing to change your life, every atom and every cell of your being has to be bathed in an overwhelming desire to know that you can be healed. But the healing has to come through the cleansing. And there's no food on the market except for fruit and vegetation and herbs that can help facilitate it. And so in honoring the divine design of our body temples, to come to a point in place where we're willing to do the inner work of consecrating these bodies through the process of purification. For the re-enthronement of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses in these temples, because it's within the temples of God that we commune with God, that we get to know God, that we can hear the voice of God, that we can move as the hand of God, where we are able to invoke and walk in the power and the authority of God. And that's the only salvation and the only leverage that can be had in truth over the satanic, demonic, luciferian, and devilish attempts to control the population to depopulate, to determine who's useless and to be rendering one's useless through manipulation, bastardization, usurpation, capitalism, perpetuating a free enterprise system which is the actuality of genocide. It is our time to not only resist, it is our time to rise and to stand and to live 
In the light of the truth of who we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence to the glory of the whole. On behalf of the laws of existence, the, the eternal order, and the eternal government. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. to the meeting of the inner circle and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. The theme is to put us in a place and space where we get into the groove of our blessedness to realize that whatever is going on in the world is the externalization of what's happening internally in the hearts and minds and spirits of ones and ones who care to be influential in the world. But the world is completely immersed in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And we each have been gifted so much of it, so much of its intelligence, so much of its capacity, so much of its ability, so that we have to come to a place in space where it truly matters to us that we will exalt a full effort in our living to forgive ourselves for our violations against the laws that govern life and to realize that the animal's justice is what's wreaking havoc in the bodies and the hearts and the minds of the people to the degree to which we are not walking in the integrity of the divinity of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence. To come to a point and place where we feel entitled to do whatever the hell we want to do because it's what suits us. And to realize that those ones, those billionaires and other ones who are under the thought that they have the right to control the world in the long generational century old conquests to conquer the world we have to come to a point and place where we realize that each one of us is entitled to be the vehicles and vessels of absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth, and to know that the will of existence is not to be controlled by a point or part of itself, that all points of existence are intelligences of existence, and the nature of intelligence is that it longs and loves and exalts its right to be free, but the freedom is not the will to be self-destructive 
or other destructive. The will is to exalt a full effort in the consistent and continuous expansion of what it is to be in the light of the truth of oneself, to be in a place and space where we really care to be consistently exalting a full effort in our living because it is the will of existence, the ways of existence, destiny, fate of what it is to be, is to be an expression of the divinity of being itself. And those who feel entitled to undermine life and undermine the rights of other ones to have access to the divinity of their being and to be in right alignment with right thought and the exaltation of a full life's urge, then we have to come to a point in place where we understand that we individually have the responsibility to influence everything and everybody towards the enhancement and enrichment, the facilitation of the upliftment and the liberation of every cell, of every being, everywhere. And because we have access to the world, and so many of you are being influenced by so many ones who you've never met before, but you can access their thoughts and their inspirations, their realizations, their revelations, their epiphanies and whatnot, and begin to shape your own thought based upon it, being stimulated, being inspired, being in a place where you've been motivated to be more contemplative and repentive and reflective. And that's why I am so grateful for the opportunity to express myself so that I am able to encourage you to realize that the real eye sees through every eye. And the purpose in our being on the planet to self-realize, self-actualize, and to be harmonized with the will of existence in acknowledging the divinity of all beings. And so America, as well as all of those European countries that participated and are participating in the usurpation of the planet and the people of the planet, who are bringing forth the oil, the gold, the diamonds, the silver, the ores, the coal, the whatever they constitute as their wealth. To realize that the earth itself is the wealth of all of us and the gifts that we each have been given as points of absolute and supreme intelligence is to be absolutely and supremely intelligent. And intelligence doesn't undermine itself. And the masking is an undermining of self. Because we're under a manipulation that puts us in a place and space where we've become distrustful of the intelligence of existence. We act as if the intelligence of existence is not intelligent enough to have put in safety guards within us that we can truly triumph over all of the unseen things, the little things, the things that creep and crawl and reproduce themselves and whatnot. I mean, life is filled with organismic activity, viral, bacterial, and whatnot, but the body 
is still absolutely divinely designed. So it's not just about enhancing your immunity. It's about respecting the order of our beings and being ordered in being and consciously caring to be cleared and cleansed and purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, so that we are always exalting a full effort in our living, being in a place and space where we're mindful, thankful, filled with the gratitude and exaltation of a full life's urge that we don't do anything to undermine ourselves. So the masking is undermining the eating of the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, all the flour, the sugars and all. It's undermining us. And this is where all of the dis-ease, the disease, the despair, the degradation, the stressing, all of that comes because we are participating in cellular oppression. And to be oppressed at the cellular level requires us to consciously care to facilitate our own choices on a day-to-day basis to be cellularly liberating so that the whole of us is liberated. The whole of us is working and living and loving and being in the integrity of the awesomeness of what it is to be. And being intelligent enough to consciously care, to be caring, to be loving, to be sharing, to be exalting, to be enriching, enhancing, facilitating, cultivating life and the glory of the gift that life actually is. And all of the pain, the disdain, the suffering and all of that is as a result of us supporting the pain, the disdain, the frustration, the anguish, the angst, the captivity, the enslavement of other beings and creatures, and then feeding off of their body parts. And those body parts, prior to all of the preservatives that's been put into things, and nitrates and nitrites and all of the other things to keep the flesh from rotting before it gets into your system, then it requires the proliferation of bacteria, organisms, and viruses and whatnot to break that flesh down because we, as flesh and blood beings, spirit beings in a flesh and blood body, do not have the hydrochloric acid to liquefy the flesh of dead animals or to really convert starch, flour, rice, potatoes, and all of those things into water. It turns into mucus, and the mucus allows for the proliferation of organisms and bacteria that are already in the body as a result of bringing all of this unnatural stuff into the body that the body does not even recognize as food. And so it strives to do everything it possibly can without our full participation in knowing how the body actually works to continue to exalt a full effort in its living, its cleansing, its being able to transcend, transform, transmute everything into its own greater good. And it comes to a point and place where we see the evidence of the inability of it to do that consistently over time and the manifestation of the heart disease, the cancer, the diabetes, the obesity, and all of these other issues that people are dying with. And then it's being labeled COVID-19. And so I'm asking you to look deep within yourself and remember all of the love that you've experienced in your life and all of the joys that you've experienced in your life and to really get to a place and space where you're truly counting your blessings. And to know that to be harmonized with the sun 
and its frequency of energy to warm us, to nourish us, to give of itself consistently without a blinking, without withdrawing itself. So we have the, the movement that we are in, in eternity, in the space that we are in within this universe and within this galaxy, but we're traveling, we're moving in the realm of eternity. Nobody should be dying at all here. But to be killing and destroying and manipulating, usurping, devastating, violating ends in tragic dates with fate that we could refer to as death. But the reality of being in the realm of eternity requires us to really question, well, if you die here, then how long will you be dead? And you say, oh, well, we've died many times and we always come back. And I'm saying, have we not learned anything? to the degree to which we will allow ourselves to be massively oppressed and suppressed, co-conspirating, complacent, and complicit with our own oppression and the oppression and degradation and violation of our own lineages, that there is no greater purpose in being except to be out of alignment with the intelligence that beats our hearts and breathes us. That's not intelligent. The squirrels, the rats, the cats, the dogs, everything, even everything loves its life to the degree to which it will respond correctly and directly when it senses that its life is being threatened to protect itself or to run from danger or to charge or strike first. But the people have become sheeple to the degree to which you are following those media outlets and those ones who really are taking orders from someone else and putting all of this misinformation out there after all of the years of miseducation and indoctrination and whatnot so that now we're having the opportunity to get real about how real the intelligence of existence actually is and to know in that reality that those who are the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as multi-trillion dollar economy and business. And those who participate with it as the distributors, manufacturers, advertisers, participants within the realm of sickness, illness, disease, and death. I'm telling you then, what's the result? Sickness, illness, disease, and death. We're just in a progression of things. And that sickness, illness, disease, and death is the harvest of all of the seeds of sickness, illness, disease, and death. But everybody hasn't been sowing those seeds. And now that you've sown those seeds and you don't like what's showing up, then you can root it out. You can pull it up. You can shift it, change it. Cleanse from it. Forgive yourself as a result of participating with it. And begin to exalt a full effort in your living, your loving, your standing in the integrity of who you are as this point of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and to reclaim your duty, obligation, and responsibility in exalting a full effort in your living, loving, enhancing, enriching, facilitating, purifying so that your body is being consecrated as a temple 
for the re-enthronement of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses. So it's very difficult to do that work, realigning, reconciling, harmonizing, when you are so focused on the activities of the wicked ones. And knowing all of what the wicked ones do and paying so much attention to unearthing their plans and their plots and whatnot does not give you the same leverage as focusing wholeheartedly on the absolute reality and our taking responsibility to respond correctly and directly to the initiative of domination and control, world domination and control, because we were not here to be controlled by other ones who have no love, no light, no wisdom, and think that they have been assigned by the universe to be the gods over individuals, when each individual is an individuation of the intelligence of existence that gives them the capacity to will into existence that which is heavenly, peace, poise, power, potency. To know that we have no greater wealth and prosperity than that which is our absolute reality already. So for all of the money that has ever been minted or printed, you could put it all together. And none of it has greater value than one beat of our heart or one breath that we take. But if you filled with all of the stuff that makes you feel bad, it's hard to feel really bad and feel really, really good at the same time. It's hard to really exalt a full effort in your living when you feel entitled to feed off the degradation, the frustration, the anguish, and the angst of other animals. When you deny other beings their right to their lives, then it's hard to really feel and know the greatness of what it is to be. And the power there is in being, being harmonized, being alkalized in it, consistently regenerating, rejuvenating, revitalizing, revivifying, and standing in the reality of our conscious immortality because we have come from eternity onto the planet. And the planet is still spinning in this space that is cosmic, that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And so we have to rebuke and revoke this path of adulteration to get off, to cleanse up, to put ourselves in a place where it truly matters that we will live and thrive and be alive and be in a place and space where we are able to harmonize with the will of existence and the exaltation of a full effort and a full life's urge in accepting the responsibility to be able to respond in this now moment, in the exaltation of a full effort in our living are harmonizing with existence itself. And so we have to bypass a lot of the foolishness. We have to come to a point and place where we are honoring the gifts that we've been given in our capacity to see and to know. Because life is so much more than just the pursuit and the acquisition of things. Life is so much more than just satisfying whatever appetite and desire and urge we may have in a moment to the detriment of ourselves and ourself. Life is a gift. Intelligence is that which is the foundation of it all. And in this now moment, we have access to everything we need to 
flip the script, to change the paradigm, to be harmonized with the absolute reality that we're already in eternity. And absolute love is a fulfillment of law. And absolute law is what we have to come to harmonize ourselves with. And being mindful that mindlessness and thoughtlessness and carelessness, selfishness, to the degree to which we're not serving the greater good, we're not serving the best interests of the whole. That includes Mother Earth, Mother Nature, her creatures, and all of the people. And for those who have benefited by virtue of all of where we have invested ourselves and where we've put our money to the degree to which they've become billionaires, they don't have the right to control us to the degree to which we are not living, but we are feeling entitled to be dying. And so, this now moment is pregnant with opportunity for the healing that has to be facilitated by the cleansing, the clearing of the emotional drama and trauma. And the forgiveness is something that we have to practice all the time because things creep up as you're doing the internal work, the clearing, the cleansing. And then you have to realize that you haven't quite gotten there yet because these things keep coming back. You keep telling the same old story. It's time to really facilitate a new chapter You say, oh, well, it's all written in the book. The book of Revelation, it's all written in the book. But you know, the book is finite. It has an ending, but life doesn't. And we're in a place in space where, as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that has not missed a beat, To come to a place in space where we're loving the intelligence of our being, that which we refer to as God, with our whole body, heart, mind, with all of our might. To be in a place where the greatest desire we have is desire to have our lives matter in the continuation of our lineages, in the exaltation of our lineages. the light that is a requisite for that where we care to be the masters of ourselves and so a part of how capitalism has functioned in terms of being a free enterprise system that It's the perpetuation of genocide and depopulation through cellular divisiveness and individuations of the divinity of life, feeling entitled to undermine themselves. Then know that the foundation of our shifting is going to and has to affect the way that we live on a day-to-day basis. Just as in the 
implementation of the plans and strategies that they have, it's influenced the way that we have been living. There's a change. But now we still have to create some more dynamic change that can only happen within us so that we're not eating ourselves to death and wasting valuable time where we could really be cleansing, clearing, consecrating our body temples by indulging ourselves in all manners of activity that do not accomplish the same good for us. And so we have to come to a point in place where we are literally consciously caring to have everything that we listen to and become aware of serve our greater good to the degree to which we will allow it to inspire us and motivate us to go deeper, to reach higher, to stand in greater degrees of integrity with our own authenticity, to be in a place and space where we are knocking, seeking, asking, giving thanks, praying to be solution to the problems, to have answers to the questions, to ignite our soul's fires to the degree to which they blaze. And we're blazing a trail of exalted walking, exalted speaking, exalting living, really loving, consciously caring to heal, to heal ourselves, our families, our communities, our nation, our world. And for women in this now moment of the exaltation of the divine feminine to come to a point in place of our own empowerment to the degree to which we know that we have the responsibility to rise, to have the responsibility to do everything that is in our own best interest so that we are avoiding the unnecessary surgeries, having our breasts removed, our wombs removed, our ovaries removed, and to have our fetal tissue and all of these things put into foods and Cosmetics and all of this, we are in a place and space where we have to return to the God self, the goddess self. For men to feel as though they're not real men unless they're smoking and drinking and getting high and spewing themselves. You understand that this is a program that's running. And it's a program of death when we're in the midst of the reality of eternal life. So every day, exalt full effort in your living to go deeper, to reach higher, to facilitate within yourself a joy, a peace, a happiness, to be in the groove of what it is to be alive to be this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is supremely intelligent. The issue for us is coming to a point in place where we know God. We know God. Because the only way that other ones could claim themselves as God to the exclusion of everybody else is everybody else is excluding themselves from participating in the realization that these bodies 
were intended to be the temples for the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses in this realm of eternity. And so, love yourself deeper, go higher. You know, people say, oh, I love you, sister. I'm saying, well, love me more by loving yourself and that which beats your heart and breeds you with everything that you've got. And then if you need some help, your number for life support, love support, is 678-760-9299. This is Adama. I'll be forward in just a bit.